literally, I have two different ESPN shows on right now. I have Get Up and I have Sports Center, and they are both talking about the Lakers with almost the exact same highlights, content, and stats. How many? Can we times mix it up a little bit? That show, do you think? All off season. Can I suggest something a little crazy? Go ahead. I think they should run it back with this same trio. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I'm really not even joking. Really? I think they should try and upgrade the pieces around those guys. Listening. Probably good luck trying to get any of those guys to renegotiate and take a little bit of less yeah, money. That, that ain't happening. But you only had 20 games together between LeBron, AD, and Russ. I think the thing can work if you can stay healthy. And I don't know that it got an honest evaluation. Boy, I will say this, though. They look – I watched because I somehow got sucked into the NBA last night. I was watching the the Bulls and the Bucks. Man, the Bucks look good. And so then I thought, well, why not? Let's let's see what the Thunder are doing. And they were getting smoked, so I wasn't paying attention. And then suddenly I was paying attention. Uh, did the Thunder won, did they not? Yeah, they won. They won. I We do a sports radio show every single day. I feel like we don't talk a lot of Thunder right now. But we will um, when necessary, when you guys care. But what was the – we had a text that was about it earlier. I, I raised my hand and commit. I did not know any of those dudes that were playing for the Thunder last night. I didn't know a single soul. I hadn't heard of any of them. It's like the, the guys that I started to hear about and that are doing well, it's almost like, oh, hey, hey, you're doing a little bit too well right now. You need to calm down. And, and I'll tell you what, read that. let's read this text real quick. I promise softball talk is coming in two minutes. But of the Air Comfort Solutions text line, people that get mad that the Thunder win aggregate, uh, aggravate me. Same. Number one, they don't understand that we have more draft capital than we can actually draft, use the trade up or trade for a player. And Coach D is literally set up to, but he's not a loser and coaches to win. And that's what we want. We're going to be okay, people. Just breathe. Yeah, this, I mean, John Morant wasn't the top pick in the draft. You know, I mean, just these do, and I know that John Morant hasn't played for a while for Memphis, but not everyone is number one, number one. I kind of like being two, three, four, and five. And I watch Phoenix. First of all, I'm with whoever that texter is, is my new favorite texter because he's a bazillion percent right. Bazillion percent right. And they suggested the movie Zombieland, which. Another 100% right the other is day. It's a pretty, pretty strong submission. But I, I get mad. When I think about the Thunder, am I my two minutes up yet? I got one more minute. I get mad when I think about the Thunder and I watch the Suns because in my mind I'm like, well, you had Chris Paul. And, you know, listen, Devin Booker and Shea Gilgis Alexander are not the same guy, but, you know, you had a guy that was up and coming. You, you, you've drafted a, a, a giddy. You had a few pieces that came through. Who's to say you couldn't be doing – what the Suns are doing if you just hadn't consistently committed to, all right, we need to get more draft picks. You've got more more picks than you could ever possibly use. If they used every single pick they have right now, what at, at least you'd clear the roster of the people that you have. Oh, dude, we and, have the best G League team of all time. And, and right? And, and you'd almost have to trade away a few people. So, yeah, getting mad about wins fires me up. So, go ahead. That last our, bit you – said there sort of allows me to devil's advocate you. Go ahead. We're going to see how all of this plays out for Oklahoma City. If you basically 
two years attempted to tank and failed to tank better than anybody else. <laughs> so last year they drafted sixth. Mm-hmm. And that was a disappointment that they fell that far down the board. How it plays out this year, we're going to see. But they don't have the best odds to get number one. No, they don't. They've won too many games. So you've gone through two seasons now where essentially you were trying to lose and you failed at trying to lose. Other teams did that better than you did. Let's go. And if we go down the road and these draft picks that they get – if Giddy just kind of stays where he's at and he's not a star, and you draft somebody in this draft and it's not they're not a star, what did you accomplish? Then what you the the argument you made about Phoenix and look at them and what Chris Paul is doing? Why did you go through this process if you don't wind up with a superstar out of it? So, I feel you. I appreciate the text and probably we shouldn't celebrate. We we shouldn't be rate winning. No, I know. I'm I'm willing to bet there's a hundred radio shows, and I'm sure there's ten. What do you mean? We, no, you've got plenty of draft picks. You're gonna be able to move up tonight at six o'clock. Oklahoma Sooner softball squares off against Tulsa. Kind of a an annual event. No, I don't. I'm gonna look really dumb here. I don't think we played Tulsa last year, and then the season was shut down the year before that. So it's been a couple of seasons since Oklahoma and Tulsa have squared off. But as we've learned here on The Ref, and if you listen with any regularity to our solid softball talk I feel like we bring you, even at an undefeated mark on the season at 32-0 with 26 of those wins in run rule fashion, Patty Gasso is still wanting more from this team, and I think that's good. I think that's what great coaches do. Oh, you're 32-0? Congratulations. You know how many teams in softball have been handed a national title after 32 games? Well, at least in the modern era, none. But there is one concern. I'm glad Coach brought this up because there was quite the fight in my mentions about it, and that's defense. And defense has been the place for the Sooners so far in 2022 where I think you've seen some uncharacteristic things. Fair way to put it. Not massive numbers of ease, just uncharacteristic things. Here's Patty Gasso. Crazy is defense, and defense has always been my favorite part of the game because uh, I do truly believe when you look at championships, you can go back and see a big play on defense that changed the whole dynamic of a game. We're, we're counting so much on our pitchers that I don't know – why we're a little either we're sloppy or we're nervous or we're not prepared and I definitely want to make sure we're prepared so we're going to spend more of our efforts on defense um, but they're very athletic it, a lot of our defensive issues are, have been through our throws and I looked at it last night I think I think overall we have 23 errors and you're looking at that going, well, that's not too bad, but we got a lot of, of opponents as well. So when you get that shot, you don't get it very often to nail it. And that's um, our, our problems are coming through our throws, which are so much more avoidable because you are in so much more control how to throw the ball versus how the ball might bounce off the dirt or so forth. So 
that is where I'm just kind of surprised by looking back at it. We have about a third of those throwing errors from the outfield, majority from the infield. So we're just going to be working more on that. And I am very determined to make sure this is fixed the best I can. When a coach who specializes, and I'm just, this is broad. This is not just Coach Gasso. And I don't, I mean, maybe she would agree with me. Maybe she wouldn't. But when a coach who specializes in an area, for for instance, if Frank Beamer had bad special teams, be like, what in the world is going on here? If if BV, if Brent Venable's defense was leaky, what's going on here? And I'm sure you could, if Mike Leach's offense wasn't rolling. To me, Patty Gasso has been known for, during my time, uh, my era with Coach Gasso, as just, to a certain I don't know if this adjective would fit, but am I a suffocating defense? And I know that's usually more fit for basketball, but to me, Oklahoma plays a suffocating defense in softball because they they take away any chance that you might have if you live by the philosophy of just, hey, get the ball and play. Because they're not going to give you those opportunities that maybe other teams would. They're not going to commit errors. They're not going to throw the ball away. They're going to hit the cutoff person. They're going to understand responsibilities and assignments. That is the Patty Gasso way. They're going to beat you with – well, they can knock the snot out of the ball. But they're going to they're beat you with their defense, which is going to be better and something that they'll hang their hat on. And, and there's been moments this year where you watch a player – I mean, I'm, I'll just I'll say everyone because everyone's made an error. If it's Jana Johns, who perfectly fields a ball and throws it a mile over the first baseman's head, if it's Gra- Grace Lyons did the same thing the other night. Tiari Jennings had a ball pop off her glove, and we've actually had a ball dropped at first base. When you have Jada Coleman, who's got an in, a plus arm, sailing one well away from the cutoff man to home plate. To Riley Boom, sailing one over the third baseman said again, it's it's not like I'm looking or anyone is looking at one position, Josh, and saying, Oh, there's the problem. It's every it's all gotta be better for Oklahoma. And coach talking about the throwing errors, oh man. I'd drive that's gonna drive her crazy. So the numbers, I just I pulled them up real quick. The numbers are not massive. You know, they've they've only committed twenty three errors on the season. But I don't, I don't have it right in front of me, and I, I could probably do a little digging, but I'm going to bet over the last couple of years that's a number that's higher at this point in the season than it's been for from since may maybe like 16, maybe and maybe tw- uh, the the COVID shortened season. You know they they weren't a elite defensive team, but they weren't bad. I mean, they weren't bad, but this has just been at times tough, challenging. So when you ask, 32-0, and 0, what can be better? What are you guys talking about? There's one. There's one area. Stress your pitching staff. Score some more runs. Let's go. Um, can I play one more cut here real Please. quick? 10-14, it's the Plank Show. Uh, here's what – now you know what I'm going to be digging. I'm going to be digging that error total after 32 games for the next 10 minutes. Um, one thing, Patty – Coach Casso talked about Grace Lyons and – She's really she's been on a a heater 
so far this week, uh, this season. And the question was asked, hey, okay, why? What is it about Grace Lyons that has allowed her to find a, a new, I guess, tier for power hitting for her? And I thought the, the answer was, was fantastic. Freedom, freedom to swing, not getting her mind clogged up with, you know, what if or should I? There's no second guessing with her. It's like she either does it or she doesn't. I feel very much her ease in that. She's not chasing anything, what she did last year, anything like that. She doesn't feel the expectations. And if you've ever heard her talk about mistakes or things that she's done wrong, it's very like no, non-apologetic. No, it's just she has this freedom of whatever it is she's doing, whether it's good or bad. She doesn't get too high or too low. Um, players that I've had that can live that way, usually have the best seasons and are the best players in the program. There you go. Coach Gasso from her yesterday availability with media. Got some player stuff that I'll share too as the show rolls on. I was right. This is the first meeting in two years for Oklahoma, three years technically, between Oklahoma and Tulsa. OU's won 11th straight against the Golden Hurricane dating back to 2011. You heading out tonight? You coming out tonight or no? I have a you have so, high girl soccer show. That's right. High school tonight. Other than other than that, I would be there. Well, I was going to say, 6 o'clock, Tulsa's kind of struggled this year. I can't help but wonder if by the time you got there, it might be game over. But, hey, much like ORU with baseball. That's what I'm hoping. Much like ORU with baseball, uh, Tulsa softball is – Kind of giving Oklahoma fits at times. Hasn't beaten him in a while. But, I mean, I was, I've was i called a game in 15 that needed a walk-off home run from Lauren Chamberlain. You know, I, I went, we went to Tulsa a couple years ago, and it was like a two-zip game. We played 13 innings against him, like 16 or 17, when Paige Parker got an extra inning double that started the rally. They've been a pain in the backside. But first time against a new head coach, we'll see how things roll for Oklahoma and Tulsa tonight. Quick break. Let's get true sooner after the break. I see he just jumped on here. Andrew at 405-329-9000. There's some softball talk if you guys want to get in. Uh, defense, defense, defense. Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439 if you want to jump in. And obviously Twitter. Where Oh, let's update the poll too before we take a timeout. The most recent Twitter.com poll that we have is as follows. At Sports Talk 1400. Bob Bowlesby stepped down from the Big 12. Which story are you buying? That he was forced out? Or that it was all his call and it's a true retirement? Check it out right now at Sports Talk 1400. Give your vote. Give your reaction next. All right, we'll hit the phones when we come back. Got some more softball audio to share. Let's get after it. It is a Wednesday edition of the Plank Show right here on The Ref. All right, welcome back into the Plank Show. Uh, with Josh Helmer, I'm Chris Plank. The latest update on Twitter.com is as follows. Bob Bowlesby, it's over. Uh, done. 
the question was, with Bob Bowlesby stepping down from the Big 12, which story are you buying? Forced out? All his call retirement. Um, not bad. A little less than an hour. Just got over 100 votes. 82% of you. I guess you round down there, right, if it's 81.3%. 81.3% of you saying, forced out. 107% of you saying, the Big 12 gave him the boot. Here, a couple of quick replies. Peter writes, or Pete writes, probably failing to get an expanded playoff along with losing OU in Texas sent him to pasture. Yeah, I listen when when OU and Texas left. One of the initial responses was, "Oh, well, that's going to cost Bob Bowlesby his job." Sure, it was right, and I didn't even know if he would be allowed to go out and start looking for new schools, but he did, and he got four really good prospects. Um, did I say prospects? <laughs> he got four really good programs to come in. Got some good recruits. He did. I mean, I signed him. Hey, Cincinnati's like that three star that could jump up to a four star and maybe even be a five star. I know it's. This is really going to say a lot about Bob Bowlesby's development. <laughs> but uh, in, in Okie Dog writes, losing OU in Texas TV revenue did him in. Well, sure. But my, my counter to that, Josh, is if losing OU in Texas truly did him in. Why in the world would you allow him to be the guy on the front lines for the new teams being brought in? That's why it's just, again, to me, I'm not one of those people that believe there's a morsel of truth in each of these. I'm just, I started with the show thinking that, but the more I read the Pokes Report article, and then the more I see the the CBS Sports, the Athletic, and the ESPN articles, there's not a gray area, I think, where you can say it was mutual. One side is right and one side is wrong. And it's, it's, it's kind of both of their decisions. No, 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 it's not. It can't be. It can't be both of their decisions if you are buying that he was forced out due to um, failure to perform. That's a very large charge. There's no mutual there. Um, but that was at the very least the start of the ball rolling downhill in a negative direction for the Bob Bowlesby tenure. Uh, Brian writes, is there any leading candidates for the position? Do you think Oliver Luck would be on the list? Maybe. I found from heartlandsports.com, and they were aggregating Ross Dellinger's list, and Oliver Luck was one of the first names on the list. I think the question there for Luck becomes what, Josh? Does he want to get back full-time into a position like this? I mean, he made, I think, a lot of money in his lawsuit with XFL from what I at least had read. But he's very well connected. It's a tie to West Virginia. He'd be very invested in the future of the league. I don't know. I just – when I saw that name – it jumped right out at me. I think it would be a very – and what he's fairly young, right? Oliver Luck, what would you say? In his mid-50s? Let's see who's got the faster fingers to type this one. 62. 62. So still a relatively young man for a position like this. I don't know. 
that's an interesting one. But to me, the names like Oliver Luck, uh, Greg Byrne, the Alabama athletic director, was listed. Rob Mullins, the Oregon athletic director, Washington's AD. Jennifer Cohen, Baylor AD Mac Rhodes, and Colorado AD Rick George. That, to me, are guys that you're looking at and saying, huh. And gals, sorry. Um, I like Sometimes I subscribe to the Sherry Cole theory where I say guys, it just covers everyone. But, you know, guys and gals that have been ADs before, is that the road you want? Or do you want those who have been administrators, like the West Coast Commissioner, Gloria Neveres, who actually had been a senior associate AD at Oklahoma before and spent some time out of the Pac-12? I guess technically she would be in that group that not only has experience as an AD, but then learned at the commissionership at the conference level. Kind of like Big 12 Executive Associate Commissioner Ed Stewart. And if they're, you know, Ed Stewart's hiring, I don't know what his relationship is like with Bob Bowlesby, but they they worked very close together over the last, you know, how long has Ed Stewart been with the Big 12? Since, and remember, Ed Stewart was a guy that was considered very much in the mix to potentially be the athletic director at Nebraska for for a minute. But is he someone that when they – if they were to bring him in – and I like, by the way, I think I get Stewart's stud. In, in my dealings with him, I think he's a stud. I like the dude a lot. But if they bring him in, would they view that as somebody who is from that Bob Bullsby mindset – I mean, he's been with the Big 12 for 14 years as part of their senior management team. Yeah. No, I, I think you want to go a different direction. You don't want somebody that's been directly involved. You, you, you want somebody different, right? I don't think I'm hiring anybody from the Big 12 itself. I think I'm doing an outside hire, somebody that has some different ideas. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not hiring the Texas Tech AD, the Baylor AD, none of them. Uh, one more, one more quick thought on this, and then let's get true sooner in here. I saw West Virginia's name, Shane Lyons. It's an interesting guy. He's big, strong guy. Big. That sounded odd. I sound like Colin Coward. Good-looking guy. He's got nice hair. Built well. No, but. Bigger dude kind of commands a room when he's in it. I I like – that's a couple West Virginia guys that we've mentioned that I like, Shane Lyons and, and Oliver Luck. It's a really good one off the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. Saying that he can stay as a consultant is like in a breakup, we can still be friends. They're just saving face for the conference's sake. I mean, I don't really know if you can. This report is out there. I like this text. If I was 70, I would be retiring too. <laughs> That's kind of where right. I'm at with it. it. Yeah. To me, to me, it's a little bit of both. And probably we were going to – let's say Bob Bowlesby was 58 instead of 70, right? After Oklahoma and Texas make this decision, we were going to end up here regardless. This was inevitable. This it's was a fireable offense. Right. 
But this whole idea of this whole idea that he was wanting they were wanting him to stay on as a consultant, but then the other report that says he was basically fired. It's just it's so contradictory to me. It it really eliminates any of the we win and it it was kind of a mutual thing. And maybe that's something I need to get over and not get stuck on, but that's pretty solid wording, right? Anyway, breaking news, Josh Helmer. They've shut down Augusta today. Weather problems for the Masters. So no par three this year. Right now, it appears to be off. So Ross Dellinger just tweeted, we were informed in the Masters press facility that Augusta National is closed. Closed. Well, that's good. Now we won't have any of those corny par three moments. <laughs> have you ever seen anyone skip the ball off the lake like this before? Oh, it's I just, say lake, pond, whatever. It's just gorgeous. And here's so-and-so's girlfriend or <laughs> cousin or somebody. Uh well, they're just people. so special to be at Augusta here at the par three. People can stop being mad at me for not talking Tiger. <laughs> they're not playing today. All right, quick break. It is. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's get true in here. True sooner. What's going on, man? How are you? Hey, doing good. Doing a lot better today. So you're you're close. You're closing in on the on the half century mark, right? You're, you're what forty six? I, I will turn forty seven in approximately. Oh, um, what is today's date? Actually, happy birthday. Seventeen days. I turn forty seven. Okay. Okay. Well, be sure. I I've been out of the loop for lack of a better, or actually, you know, no pun intended. But I had a colonoscopy yesterday. The worst. So. Yeah, have you done one before? No, um, thankfully. It's coming, right? I think for all of us. Yeah. But I've had a couple of family members close to me that have gone through it. Um, mm-hmm. One time I, I took one family member out to eat dinner afterwards just to kind of get a meal in them, and they ended up applying and almost getting a job at Charleston's where we were having dinner. They say, do not make any life-altering decisions. Right. Afterwards, right. I mean, I'm not kidding. That's like one of the warnings. And, and he or she yeah. – had an application in front of them that they were filling out while we were having dinner to take a job at Charleston's. Weirdest thing ever. Yeah, so be sure. You know, I mean, I'm not to sound like Dr. Sanjay Gupta here. Uh, but be sure and get that because I've had two of them, and both times, I, you know, they've, they've, they've taken polyps off. And basically it's the most, uh, you know, it's the most curable kind of, you know, cancer that could happen. Sure. You know, that, uh, because if you take the polyps up, then you're got then you're not going to, you know, it's not going to happen. So, and it's it does suck. That 24 hours is miserable. I mean, you're watching a lot of friends reruns or, or uh, you know, uh, ESPN hot takes or whatever. And, and and the stuff you drink is terrible and all that stuff. But man, it's it's something that you you got to do. I know several people that haven't made it, and the doctors have said if they had just done that, they would have lived, you know, they would have lived 15, 20, 25 years longer. So. Yep. Uh, it's one of those things. But, hey, I was going to tell you real quick, I bet you never had a colonoscopy conversation on No, this is, a, this is a first for me. I will not lie to you. <laughs> but you're, I knew you were I knew you were right, you know, <laughs> 10 years behind me. Uh, but I was going to tell you, so you're talking about the Thunder. You brought the th- Here's what makes me mad about the Thunder, okay? It, and it's, it's as simple as procrastination, hmm. right? So the games they won earlier in the season when, when they were playing Muscala till you know, 
till the end or SGA till the end. So these guys, that's the games that you can't get back. They, we, we should be celebrating these wins and having fun with these wins now because we came into this last month with 15 wins instead of, oh, by the way, you know, Las Vegas had us tapped at 21 wins and now we're at 23 or 24. So those are the, you know, if we were at 15 where we should be or 17, we could be having fun with this now. I will celebrate no wins until there are superstars back in Oklahoma City. <laughs> and I'm sick of all this optimism. It's making me just... How dare you celebrate a it's win. It's making me sick to my stomach. But that's, that's kind of the way I look at it. Is, 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 there's a lot of games early in the season where they were going to overtime when they shouldn't have been going to overtime when they were beaten. You know, when they beat the Lakers with... You know, and I know the Lakers aren't anything special, but they beat the Lakers with Russ here because they were playing these guys till the end. And they were... I mean... That's the one. I know they're trying to keep their their fan support going, and they want some excitement. But you, man, you don't go into the All Star break with 18 wins, you know, and and then have to go crap. We've got 35 games left, and we can only win three of them. I mean, you just can't. Does that make sense? No, it makes sense. Hey, true. It's good to hear your voice, man. Well, Thanks yeah. for the phone call. Glad you're healthy. Yes. Never thought we should actually be talking about it more, which scares me when I see BFC on hold, <laughs> and we were just having a. A prostate, get your prostate examined conversation, but uh, our well, colonoscopy. There you go. Do I just go ahead and take that pill now? Rip the Band-Aid off. What's going on, Bob from Cement? How are you, BFC? Hey, I love colon talk here on Sports Talk. 1,400, <laughs> man. I tell you what, years ago, the colonoscopy was much worse than it is now. The medicine is much better. The night before used to be a nightmare. Let me tell you, it's much, much better now. So don't worry. Don't worry, man. Don't worry. You need to definitely get that uh, taken care of now. Hey, hey, uh, by the way, I love hearing the national radio host here on the station taking live phone calls, too. Boy, boy, everybody likes to go to the old text line and play lazy man's radio, but not my man Plank. He has become the phone call king of Sports Talk 1400, so I love that. Hey, a great night for America and Norman, Oklahoma. Congratulations to my Norman Police Force friends out there, EMT and firefighters. Uh, A great night on the old election trail last night in, in Norman, so uh, just God bless everyone, and it was it was a great evening. Hey, let's talk NIL for a second. What kind of deals are you hearing these softball girls oh, no. are getting? I'm sure they've <sighs> got to be getting some great gigs. You know, I I haven't delved too much. I know they're all into the apparel side of things. And get this, or not, I'm worried where you're going with me on this one, BFC. But I will say. Their apparel deals are going really well because these young girls buy their sweatshirts and their T-shirts and their hats, and they represent them. But as far as products are concerned, I don't really know any that jump to the top of my mind right now. I really, really have no good uh, material lined up for this. I was oh. just thinking, you know, the softball, the softball queen, I mean, she ought to have some big-time deals. And I'm thinking, too, these girls that play internationally with softball, they ought to have some huge deals lined up that, you know, football players or, or basketball players couldn't get. Yeah. Wow, look, I mean, that's okay. I'm relaxed right now. BFC with a really good sports take on that. I'm front. a marketer. You're I'm a, a marketer. professional sports radio caller. I dig yes, it. Yes, I am. And, and I was thinking about this, too, since you're the voice of them. Oh, no. What the hell are you getting? You need to be getting some good stuff on the side. What, I mean, I'm sure your pocketbook is overflowing right uh, now. A lot of, lot of $100 handshakes. A lot of $100 handshakes, you know. The yeah, shout-outs are getting very popular. You know, there's, there's the know, Venmo that those. helps out. I know. I love those. Hey, just wanted to check in with you. Thanks for taking the phone calls. I'm Bob from Cement, and it's time for Bria to fly. 
Okay, I was I got a little fight or flighty there uh, in the middle of BFC's phone call. I won't lie, a little bit nervous, but it's been a good check on your health hey, hour. I, I've I've said this a lot when I did a two hour show, and I think I've seen sports radio go away from the caller that I'm. I like taking calls. I love taking calls from passionate fans. Now, I don't like people that just want to call and gritch and moan and fight with me. That's not fun radio, but we'll do it. New mayor in Norman. How about that? All right, quick break. When we come back on the Plank Show, we'll get caught up with some texts and tweets right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. So I, I guess he didn't really register, and I don't know how because it's the only thing that's been on our TVs here in studio. What the the Lakers are four and seventeen since the All Star break. Yeah, they've completely collapsed. They were a house of cards already, but this finishing stretch for them has just been pathetic. Pathetic for the Lakers. I, I, I was driving in. I was listening. Uh, Toby and TJ were on a commercial break, and I happened to check in on my guy Adam. Adam Shine and Shine on Sports. And he said the Lakers were the greatest underachievers maybe in the history of sports. And it really got me thinking of a FUD summer product or uh, topic. Greatest underachievers across all sports. And you know what? It's unfortunate. You can talk about, if you want to, some Oklahoma teams that you look back now and thought, huh, maybe it should have been better. Across all sports, right? But underachievers is, to me, it's – I think we'd have to rephrase it if we want to delve into the college game, right, a little bit, soften it somewhat for the the millennials and the new generation. Boy, I really sound like my my wife right now. Maybe we say – because you don't even want to say disappointments, but I was thinking about that Eagles team that – and I know this is going back away. Philly fan, though, Big O probably remembers it like it was yesterday. There was an Eagles team that – Went out and signed Vince Young. They brought in Namdi Asamoah. I think they signed a, a receiver to a big deal. And Vince Young said in the preseason, it's like a dream team. And they lost. They didn't even make the playoffs. <laughs> I was a big-time underachievers. I'm not, there's individuals. Yeah, Vin, Vince Young's a bad start. Yeah, true. When Vince Young's the guy. That, I think any Dodger team that hasn't won the title over the last 10 years, based on their, based on their I guess you could say, payroll. How about put the – just quick sidebar to this. I'll move on. How about the Cubs and what they did post World Series? I mean, that's an incredible. I'm not saying this just to like pick on Drake, but that's an. Inc- I mean, you talk about wasting an opportunity with a lot of incredible young talent. But as far as just a a one season team, where they were the second pick to win the title, first pick was the Nets, who are fighting to actually make the playoffs. The Green Bay Packers for the last forty years. Two titles with Favre and Rodgers. I would say that's underachieving. Underachievers galore. Um, I know we're talking specific teams. Sorry, but you it's know, just that's how that's how that's wild to think about how it's been a disappointment. I have a hard time putting this Lakers team in that category simply because they never got to have AD and LeBron and Russ play together for a significant stretch of time they only played 20 games that that three you know the trio together which hey that was part of the problem and part of you know you could counter argue that and say well 
You know, that's why it's one of the biggest disappointments because you brought in all these aging veterans and it didn't work. LeBron, uh, super secret textoso line. I was texting with someone who somehow had worked out, corrected to work Pernell. Some of the corrections that my iPhone comes up with, I'll never understand. So I don't feel bad about that. LeBron, super secret textoso line, which means this is someone high profile. LeBron has not played lately because of injury. But because he is second in scoring right now with three games left. He will play those games. All he cares about is himself. He's the ultimate number one destroyer of teams. Not true that came from Skip Bayless or Rob Parker. But what they're basically saying is he's not missing games because he's hurt. He's missing games because he wants to be the scoring champion. And he's number two. By the way, Thunder are going to beat the Lakers tomorrow night. Or is that tonight? Is that tonight? Thunder are going to beat the Lakers. So prepare to be mad, Twitter. <laughs> go go get angry about Oklahoma City winning a game because they're going to beat the Lakers. The Lakers are done. That is tonight. Uh, tomorrow night, sorry. I'm already upset. Or oh, Friday night. Gosh, today is only Wednesday. Yeah, they play the Jazz. Yeah, Friday's the Thunder-Lakers game. They, they will not beat the Jazz. Won't beat the Jazz. But you'll beat the Lakers. Probably not. By the way, the Utah... The Utah buzz isn't good right now. Is anyone in the NBA outside of Phoenix happy with their team? That's what I want to know. Yeah, we'll find out in the playoffs. But there you go. 4-17 and in the second half. All right, quick update on the poll question of the day. Bob Bowlesby, stepping down or forced out? 81% of you staying on your forced out conversation. How about that? 81%. And again, just to be clear, I don't believe in life. You can want someone to stay on as a consultant, but then at the same time request his ouster due to failure to perform. I just don't know how that works. <laughs> All right, quick break. Wrapping up hour number one, uh, hour number two next. Top five stories today coming up. Where, where did this hour go? Like, what happened? Where did we get ahead of the chains where we're in third and short here and we're just going to sneak it past the line? Do we blame the I, I think True it was sooner the in yeah, BFC. BFC got us there. Good job, guys. Colonos- colonoscopy talk. Really. Colonoscopy talk. I, I'm very uh, – welcome into the Plank Show. Hour 2 is always brought to you by Allison Insurance, 405-745-2968. Online at allisoninsurance.com. Bob and Robert Allison can find the needs to best fit you and your office for insurance. Family owned and operated for 60 years. Um, Did somebody catch that? Potter caught that? Did you just sneak in a Michael Irvin's closed? Well done, Plank. And I remember a memorable birthday party for you. Your shorty shorts still haunt me still, Potter. Oh, dude, that just... Were you wearing, like, old-school basketball shorts? What was going on? It was a 90s party. It was my 40th. And... uh, You dress like you're in the 90s. Thank you. You you saved me from getting in trouble here. Nice. But it was a good time. I think it was a good time. I think Potter was a good time, right? Was everybody just basically dressed up like characters from Saved by the Bell? It was kind of weird because I honestly had what I could have worn in my closet. I was like, I can wear this, babe. It went, you know what? I got to be honest <laughs> did you with get, you. 
like vetoed on that? She was no, we're buying this. I or did. That. I didn't want to do the party. I didn't want to do it. As you should. It's like, I, I didn't want to do a party. I'm like, listen, I'm turning 40. I don't need to celebrate here. It's okay. Let's not worry about it. Uh, I was a little bit nervous about it because, listen, <laughs> you, want to, you want to see how much of a juvenile I still am? I was, I was turning 40, and both my mom and dad were coming to the party. And I was, A, I'm like, well, I'm not going to be able to have fun around them. And B, it was like, my mom and dad have been divorced for 20 years, but still, eh. Never know. You never know. Like, Could be some fireworks. Yeah, and and I love my step parents have been in my life, you know, for thirty years now. But still, eh, you never know if if Dad takes one little pot shot about where all his money went over the last ten years, and the next thing you know, my mom fires back. But no, yeah, a good memory on your part, Potter. Did and they he, end up fighting? Uh, no, but ah, it's disappointing. No, they didn't end up fighting, but I I did get a rather terse phone call from mom. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you hear what your dad said? I got one of those at forty. Forty. But yeah, turning forty-seven later. This hey, time. happy belated, <laughs> happy belated early birthday. But yeah, Potter's right. If any time I drop a closed, there is Gordon Keith, who is one of the greatest radio guys on the planet. When. They would do school closings. He would have Michael Irvin announcing the school closings. So, <laughs> so he would do his Michael Irvin impersonation. And I, it's just literally I'm sitting crying with AirPods in and no one knows what I'm laughing at. It's, who is this crazy person? Anyway, good stuff on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. I don't know what we accomplished in that final segment, but we had a hell of an hour. Top five stories of the day next.